Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 326, How to Ask the Right Questions. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. I'm Daryl Darnell. This weekend, my son and I went t-shirt shopping so that we'd have a fresh batch of t-shirts to wear for Dragon Con. And I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I talk about lessons I've learned by asking the right questions. Well, happy Monday to you. I hope that you are ready for a great week ahead. Let's get it kicked off with today's fun fact. Today is Pluto Demoted Day. (laughs) Again, I don't know these things exist. I'm so glad I take the time to look these things up because I'm always amazed at these random holidays that we have. Anyway, you may be like me and you grew up in a world, in a world, with a solar system that had nine planets. However, in 2006, Pluto was demoted to a dwarf planet and our solar system suddenly had only eight planets. Here are some fun facts about the planet that I now affectionately call Gimli. Pluto was first discovered by Clyde Tombaugh on February 18, 1930. The Disney dog Pluto was named after the newly discovered planet to capitalize on the excitement surrounding the discovery of a new planet. Pluto is 1,473 miles in diameter, which makes it smaller than the Earth's moon. The moon's diameter is 2,159 miles. 151 Plutos will fit inside Earth. And in case you're wondering, 1,793 Plutos will fit inside Uranus. All right. Well, let's get into today's episode. Let me just first invite you to be a part of the Friday Forum. I love the Friday Forum. I love hearing from you guys and hearing all the lessons that you are learning. And when you share them with me and the rest of the listening audience, we all benefit. So please take a few minutes, if you would, call in something for this week's Friday Forum. The number is 304 837-2278, or you can put together an audio recording and send that over via our website, goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback. Or if you don't like to hear your own voice, that's fine. You can type out a contribution, again, goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback. All right, here's what I learned yesterday. I want to start today's episode by taking a moment to thank all of you who have sent me feedback via email or Facebook messages about the last couple of Monday episodes. It's hard for me to express how I am positively impacted when I know that I am positively impacting you. To hear that musings of a misfit and taking the plunge positively impacted many of you is wonderful for me to hear. Not that it strokes my ego. It just helps me know that I'm doing the right thing, that what I'm doing is making a difference. And that's really why I do this. And I've also heard from some of you that your favorite episodes are the ones where I share insights from my career in the corporate world. Now, of course, I can't do that all the time. And today's episode doesn't necessarily tie into the corporate world per se, 
but it does touch on my experience in leaving that world. Today's episode topic is important. It's so important to me that it was one of the first topics that I discussed all the way back in episode 14 entitled, You Do Not Have Because You Do Not Ask. And Mark also touched on this topic in episode 248 entitled, Ask and You Shall Receive. So what's today's topic? Well, asking. While there are several moments in my life that I can look back on and see how the simple act of asking had a profoundly positive impact, today I want to focus on just three of them. The first example is the story that I shared in episode 14. Now, I know it's been a long time ago, so I'll briefly retell it here. In the fall of 2012, I was miserable at my job and I wanted out. I wanted to be able to quit my job and focus on podcasting full-time, but I couldn't do that financially. After spending time in prayer one day, I got an email from my friend Cliff Ravenscraft. Cliff's email introduced me to a man named Stuart Crane and TV Talk. Stuart was looking for people to host podcasts on his upcoming network. I saw that Stuart would need someone to produce and edit all those podcasts, and so I asked him, if I could do that job. That one question and subsequent opportunity gave me the income that I needed to save up enough money and quit my job just six months later. The next important question came in the spring of 2014. By this time, I was approaching the one-year anniversary of when I had quit my job. TV Talk had been a tremendous blessing and provided plenty of work and income for that first year. However, TV Talk had not been able to pick up the sponsors that it needed to cover expenses, and it was looking like it was not going to be able to continue operating. And this made me really nervous. Honestly, though, I had been nervous about it from nearly the beginning. While it was fantastic to have a steady stream of work and income, I didn't like the idea of having so much of my work and income coming from a single client. At one point, TV Talk represented 90% of my income. If Stuart were to get hit by a bus or shut down operations, I knew that I'd be in trouble. The problem was that I was so busy with TV Talk work that I didn't know how I could possibly take on any more clients. Fortunately for me, TV Talk did not shut down operations overnight. Instead, TV Talk shut down a few shows at a time and tapered off. And as shows were shut down, I began to have more time. Sure, it was hard to lose some of that income, but it was a lot better than losing all of my income. I finally reached a point where I felt like I could take on a few more clients. So I started putting feelers out for new clients, but I knew that it would not be an easy task. And then I had an idea for a question, and I knew who I could ask it to. Once again, I turned to my good friend, Cliff Ravenscraft. I sent him an email, and I told him that I was looking to add more clients. Cliff was already very aware of my skills and how I was serving the podcast community. However, I knew that Cliff had a lot of people coming to him for podcasting advice and various podcasting needs. I knew that Cliff had a lot of great people in his referral network, but I wasn't sure if he had anyone to refer people to when they were looking for audio editing 
or other services that I provided. So I asked Cliff if I could be a part of his referral network and wondered if he ever got requests that I could help him with. Well, much to my surprise, Cliff responded and said that he gets requests like that with some sort of frequency. He said that he had just received an email from someone who was looking for someone to help them with production, and Cliff needed someone that he could trust to send it to. And since that time, Cliff has had hundreds, maybe thousands of emails come in from podcasters seeking help, and dozens of those people have been sent to me as a referral. And many of the clients I get to work with and now consider friends are because I reached out to Cliff and asked him if I could help him out. Furthermore, I don't know if I would have been able to stay in business after TV Talk shut down if it had not been for the work that came as a result of asking this question. Now, the last story I want to share with you does not yet have an ending. And because it doesn't yet have an ending, I wondered whether or not I should even share it. However, I thought it might be good to share this story while it's still unfolding and then come back with a follow-up story when the time is right. The story involves another prominent podcaster by the name of John Lee Dumas. Now, I don't know John extremely well, but I do have a lot of respect for him. He and I have not known each other as long as Cliff and I have, but I've been a member of his Podcasters Paradise community since January of 2014. A few months ago, John was looking for someone to update the Audacity tutorials that he offers members of Podcasters Paradise, and I volunteered to help. It was the first chance I'd had to work on a project directly for John, and I was excited to be able to add value to his community. John liked the videos so much that he gave me a video and written endorsement for my website, and he allowed me to use his endorsement on my booth that I had made for Podcast Movement. As I began the drive home from Podcast Movement, I filled that time by listening to podcasts. I fired up an episode of the Solopreneur Hour with Michael O'Neill, and I was surprised to hear John on his podcast. It turned out to be an episode that they were doing jointly and would be releasing it to each of their podcast feeds. About halfway through the episode, they began to talk about a new training project that they were offering called Pod Mastery. Now, Pod Mastery is a one-day event taking place in San Diego on September 5th. Michael makes hundreds of thousands of dollars each year with his podcast, and John makes hundreds of thousands of dollars each month with his. So obviously, these two guys know a thing or two about creating a successful business and how a podcast can play a significant role in that. And as they began to unveil the details of Pod Mastery, I found myself getting excited and nervous. Before they ever mentioned any of the six topics they'd be covering, I knew that this was going to be a big deal if they could manage to cover all the necessary points. So here are the topics. Show strategy, brand strategy, launch strategy, gear selection and use, mailing list and lead magnets, and sales funnel and email strategy. And when they finished describing the event, honestly, I was amazed. These two men had managed to put together a near-perfect training event. I also knew that the type of people who would be interested in this type of event and 
able to afford it, would also be the type of people that are my most typical and ideal client. However, I saw a hole in their plan. There was no mention of how to edit or publish the great content that each person would be creating, and I knew that this was a need that I could fill. I pulled off the highway at the next town and found the nearest parking lot. I pulled out my phone, and I sent an email to John telling him that I loved the idea of Podmastery, but I felt that it lacked support for editing and publishing. I then asked John if I could partner with them and offer that service to the Podmastery graduates. John emailed me back, and we began talking about how I could specifically help them. And I am thrilled to say that Pro Podcast Solutions is now going to play a part in that event. So here's what I learned. What opportunities do we miss out on in life because we never get up the courage to ask? In each of these situations, I could have allowed myself to cower in the face of fear or doubt and talked myself out of asking these questions. But here's the thing, and this is important. In each of these situations, if I had not asked, not only would I have robbed myself of a life-changing opportunity, but each of these men would have been left with a need. What would Stewart have done for a producer if I hadn't asked him if I could do it? Would he have found someone else? Sure, but he would have had to spend valuable time and resources trying to find that person. What if I'd never asked Cliff about joining his referral network and helping out folks who come to him? Would he have been able to send those folks elsewhere? Well, honestly, I'm not sure on this one. I mean, the person he sent me that first day could not have been the first person that had sought Cliff out for that type of need. So I'm not sure what Cliff offered them before I came along. I do know that Cliff is able to much better serve his community through me today than he was before. And lastly, what would John and Michael have done if I had not asked to help? I don't know. What I'm quite certain of is that some of the people who graduate Podmastery would have become frustrated podcasters if I had not offered my skills and services to help them. So this brings me to the core lesson of today. If you have the ability to help someone, to serve someone, to enrich someone's life, and by doing so, to receive those same things back onto yourself, don't wait to be asked. Waiting to ask will only be a disservice to them and you. They will be glad you asked because you're helping them and making their life better. So look for ways to help people and offer your skills and then ask if you can do that. And when you do, the odds will be greatly in your favor. I'm Daryl Darnell, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. To subscribe to Stuff I Learned Yesterday, visit goldenspiralmedia.com slash subscribe. And if you've enjoyed this episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I would be grateful if you'd leave a review in iTunes by going to goldenspiralmedia.com slash iTunes.